Okay, we're live. This is It's Rare. Uh, I've got Marianne with me, and today we are joined by uh, Jamie and Jenny. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Good morning. Good morning to all. How's everybody doing? Doing pretty good. It's going to be, it was a very misty morning, but it's going to be, sun's going to be shining, so you got to be doing good. Yeah. I know. Uh, I excited to see these two faces. I haven't seen these two faces in a very long time. Ben. I had a weird experience this morning. Oh, did you? <laughs> like right off the top. I have to, sorry, I have to just and that would be. get this out. I had a very weird experience this morning already. You Go woke ahead. up with no hair? I woke up with no hair. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to walk my dog. And he didn't have hair. I'm walking around the block. And I see two women, one on each side of the street, and they're walking up and they're wearing capes. And I'm like, man, yeah, I got to talk about this on the podcast. There's a first I saw one of them. I said, there's a lady walking down the street with a cape. That's weird. I got to talk about that on the podcast. So I. Uh, anyway, next thing was I <laughs> see the second lady wearing a cape. So now we got two ladies walking down the street with a cape. I'm like, okay, this is getting weirder. There must be a thing, right? So about 40 yards out, the lady shouts at me, hey, can I take your picture? <laughs> I'm like, sure, lady. You with no hair, but the ladies with the capes wanted right. your picture. Yeah, so uh, I get closer and I said, you know, you look like you're on a mission. What's going on? And they were from the uh, Yates Community Center and they were going around taking pictures of people in the community. Oh, Very how cool. cool. Yeah, so how cool. it was interesting. But I was like, what's going on? <laughs> I saw two weeks ago someone in that dinosaur outfit. I believe oh, yes. his dog. I, that, that I, was I, cool. I saw it on Facebook. Yeah. I think Very that's cool. somebody from the AIDS Community Center as well. It might I be. I forgot about that dinosaur outfit. I want one. That's wild, isn't it? <laughs> Do you really want one? Yeah, why not? Why? Do you have one? Would you wear it? Yes. I don't have one, but would you actually, what would you do with a dinosaur costume? I would walk around town. Oh my cat. I would walk around, and it's protection right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can wear a mask in it, and nobody sees your mask. So oh, I, I forgot. Oh. I almost forgot to take this away from Hawkeye. I walked into Aldi yesterday and I saw two people wearing masks. So my question for everybody right now is, should, are we in a, a place right now where we need to be wearing masks now? Every day. Personally, I think it's an individual decision as far as whether to or not. The one thing I did hear is that it is helpful to prevent you from touching your face. Oh, yes. Right. That's the one thing that I've heard. It's a good thing about it. I was thinking of um, wearing a turban. You know those stylish-looking turbans. I know everybody. I, I talked to Kevin. I don't think any of them are stylish. Okay, first off, yes, an individual can. thing. Okay, so I looked at this. Jesse's here. Hey, hey, Jesse. Once you know, my computer wants to do a a, a crucial update at eleven o'clock. So, yeah. Bad planning. Really bad planning. <laughs> Jesse, I have to ask you a quick question before Jenny Jamie does. Um, the bourbon, okay. the bourbon, was that being sold yesterday at 18th Amendment? 
last night? No, I don't have labels for it yet. Oh. You haven't made a decision? It's been a week. No, no, they haven't been printed yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which one did you go with? We went with the tan label. That was the Damn. most popular. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Oh. Black. It's a win. It's a win. <laughs> Bill came to the restaurant yesterday. He was like, uh, so where's that uh where's that bourbon? I'm like, uh, yep. well, well, Phil, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh we don't have it yet. So yeah. What's what's everyone drinking? Coffee? Coffee. Water. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I thought about that. You gotta do what you that. gotta do. <laughs> So far, water so far. So far. I have, I have some backup. I have some backup bottles in the back. Good. I, have, I have plenty of coffee, so I'm good. Oh my goodness. Is that one of the press? It's, it's the French press, and I got the coffee from the flower shop. As you can see, I'm. You're supporting them. Supporting them. Flower shop. There you flower go. Shop thing. Well, here. Oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Jamie, whenever remember, whenever you move, you're moving Ginny as well. <laughs> Ginny's got to come along, man. It's like it's like that game where you used to tie your legs together. And, you know, you have to like run. You're, you're doing it right now. <laughs> I just want everyone to know that I got on with Jamie and Ginny a couple days ago to get this all set up and make sure the technology was going to work. You mean J Jamie working? <laughs> <laughs> Look at. It was it was a struggle. I mean, we, we danced, we we flipped back and forth yep. a couple times. I know this is going to be got, a shocker to you, but we realized that I need to sit on the side of the microphone, not Jamie. Is no, I, 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 I I still don't get it. Yeah. What could be the problem? Yeah, yeah, he's got his natural volume. Shocking. It works. Pop this laptop a little higher here. Well, so I guess uh, what's going on with with the uh, what's what's the newest thing going on with you guys? Is there anything really new? Oh, so well, it's not new, but it's actually quite interesting. So, of course, with the Ben Breakfast, we all reservations are canceled to mil to mid May at this point in time. But yesterday, I got a phone call from somebody. Uh, it was a seven one six number looking to come here next week. For a vacation. Mm -hmm. Really? So luckily I returned the call and luckily I just got their voicemail. So I couldn't, I could be very um, politically correct and customer oriented saying, oh, I'm sorry, we're closed right now. But the back of my mind, you're thinking, what are you thinking? Like, <laughs> what they want world? Out of Buffalo. That's, yeah, that's, right. Exactly. Yeah, they want they out, out of something. Buffalo. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. Buffalo area code right there. So. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I thought, what in the hell are they thinking? Yeah. I, I didn't say that. I'm Ginny, I'm surprised you didn't let Jamie make that phone call to the <laughs> That is what would have come out of the mouth. <laughs> That's funny. So have you noticed you haven't noticed that much though, people coming trying to get here now. You know what? Not um I not at the Ben not in the Ben Breakfast. I think it might be more whole homes. Right. You know, like we do have we we do have uh, a lot of people on our road right now. Um, so I believe they've come back. I don't think the mm -hmm. renters, I think they owned. Um, the reason why we're seeing them now is because they're out walking the road where normally in the summer um, they're just staying at their cottage. 
Um, so we are, we're seeing a lot of people and, and we even notice it at night when we sit out, um, have our wine and the lights that are on the lake. Um, we've got, you know, three times as many lights as we had, uh, three weeks ago. So, mm -hmm. so I've got a view of the outlet trail from here and I've noticed a lot more people walking up and down, but I think that might just be that there's not really anything else for them to do. Well, that, that right. could be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, nobody wants to stay confined in their house 24-7, so they get out and walk. Um, but I do believe a lot of people came here um, before they were asked, you know, not to come anymore. Right. Um, they were already here. Um, we're, we were a little late on that, but, you know, you don't know. I, I mean, everything changes by day, so yeah. you don't know when to tell them to stop. And if you don't have something from the governor that says they can't... Right come, um, the county legislators can't say, you know, they can't close Yates County. They can only ask uh, people not to come. Yeah. And you can't blame, I mean, if you're in, in a, a city, right, you've got some good friends in Philadelphia and we're talking to them and they don't have a, a home up here, but they're looking to buy a home. And they said that is the first thing that they would do is to get out. They because they yeah. so you can't blame the individual for wanting to come up here where it's we've got fresh air and space and you can go walking and stay 10 feet apart. Mm -hmm. And that's part of what one of the big things that people have been complaining about uh, as far as differences in class and. You know, when, when you see these celebrities put out videos and everybody says, well, that's tone deaf because a lot of people are cooped up in a one bedroom apartment right. with four right. people and you've got this mansion and this yard or you can go outside, you can go hiking and not everybody can do that, especially in the cities. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I mean, if you have a 900 square foot apartment, where are you going? You've got two rooms. You've got your main room and you have a bathroom. Yep. That's it. And uh, that would be a little tight. Now, us, we got four floors here. So if Ginny gets sick, we just find a room for her and we put her in there. And I'll check on her in a couple of weeks. That's your floor. Here's some here's some uh, rations. Here's some food. <laughs> no, Jamie, you'd put Ginny in the bottom floor so she, you'd make her No, room. she's already picked out her room. I have. I have oh. picked out the room. Oh, oh good. Prepared. Which one? So it's the homes. It's the one that has windows on two sides and it's a covered patio overlooking the lake. So that's well, the one. Go. Actually, I think it might be the one that you stayed in, Marianne. Um, oh, I remember that. Room. That was a long time ago. It was a long time ago, but I love your bed and breakfast. Mm -hmm. and, I would sleep, and I would sleep down in the bottom floor on the love seat um, because then <laughs> I have all the necessities. I'll have the refrigerator, the stove. I mean, Ginny will pretty much be on her own. <laughs> <laughs> She'll figure it out. Uh, and there's a lake view. <laughs> and there's a lake view. Yes. Yes, I, and I have the lake view, the entire lake. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is one thing that we were talking about the other night that we're so fortunate. Actually, we're getting a little spoiled because normally we share this beautiful home with 10 other people, but we've had the opportunity to have the whole thing to ourselves. So it's, we are getting a little, a little spoiled in that, in that vein. Jenny, I have a question for you with everything that's happened. Do you have, you have, you must have an idea how much 
revenue you've lost so oh, far. Oh, yeah. And it, of course she it, does. It, of course she does. We all, have, we all have an idea how much we're losing, which yeah. is horrible. Um, are you thinking about, are you, you're aware of the loans that are being put out there? Are you thinking about applying to any, any of those loans? So the one thing, actually, I've been looking at the loans more. I'm on the board for Clinton Crest Manor and um, the Manor Nursing Home. So okay. I've been looking at it more from for them. Part of it, it's mm -hmm. all a payroll-based thing. And we don't have anybody, any employees. Right. So it really, that doesn't make sense for us because we our payroll is pretty much zero. Um, so we can't really get any loans from that point. But I'll tell you, Ryan Hollings has been fantastic at Lions National Bank. I'm sure all of the banks have that, but, but so I, I've, I've been researching it and looking at it, but not for the bed and breakfast. But that payroll protection loan looks to be a really good situation. And mm -hmm. I got clarification for businesses who want to apply for that loan and for the disaster loan, as long as you use all the funds for the payroll, for the payroll portion, yes. and when you go for the disaster, um, you can use it for other items because on the payroll, it says you can use it for utilities, rent, and payroll, which is a little confusing because if you're, if you're saying you can apply for those other two items, then why are you not asking a documentation for rent, right? I did so, read someplace that make sure it's usually like gonna be a 75% rent, 25% um utilities or or sorry get 25% for the the rent utilities 75% for payroll right i saw that but it looks like if it if that amount can just go towards payroll that's great because i love yes. the idea of having to pay and bring people back on yep. um that means a lot and the idea of employees going for part time because now part time unemployment is acceptable now um and then they're going to be getting an additional amount of money per week sometime in April, whenever that's going to roll out. But that's, that's really exciting for people who are, haven't received money for a while. Long time. So I'm really, I'm really excited for people who are able to do that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. How about you, Jesse? No, I applied for the loan. Which yeah, one? Did the, uh, through the SBA. I don't know the if you guys see one or the disaster one, Jesse. That I think that's the disaster relief, and it like you can get an advance of ten thousand dollars that can be forgiven and all that stuff like that. So, I worked with Mike Lapari and he helped me get through it. And I haven't heard anything back yet, so we're kind of like waiting to see, you know, I guess what if we're going to get it at all because you can't even ask for the amount you want. I don't know what everyone else has filled out. You just like tell them what, how much income you think you've lost, what you make yearly, ask for an advance. And that's pretty much it. And they say they'll get in contact with you if, uh, you know, if it's accepted, I guess they said. I feel like they're having a lot of businesses apply right now. Oh, I'm sure it's mm -hmm. insane. Right. Yeah. Gotta be completely overwhelmed. Yeah. And right now I think everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone's paying out of their pocket. Just mm -hmm. kind of how it works. You don't have any other yep. choice. Right. Yeah. Hopefully you had a pocket to pull it from. Right. The people that don't, which I'm sure there's a lot, uh, there's a lot of restaurants that live weekly, you know, just like some people live day by day, you know. Mm -hmm. So hopefully they're going to make it through it. Yeah. I mean, the one good thing that, well, good thing, here's the, the glasses are, are rose colored, but 
I'm glad that it's happening during somewhat of our slower season, right? So if this was happening in <clears throat> July, right. it would be disastrous. But so at the Ben Breakfast <clears throat> this time of year, we are busy on the weekends, week weekdays not so much, you know, hit and miss. So you know, so usually we estimate it's <clears throat> we make a thousand dollars a day um, for when we're fully booked. So you can, you know, imagine what we're losing every week, um, even during the non-busy season. So it'll, it'll be tough, but, but we'll get it. We, we lucky, we're lucky. We've got some, we've got savings that we can tap into mm -hmm. to pay the, um, pay our bills. So. Yeah, the worst time with the spring is it's like practice time, right? You know, you like, you're practicing, you're getting mm -hmm. ready for the busy season. You get, you get a new system down. And, uh, so now it's going to be like, whenever you do it, it's like, bam, hey, this is how it goes. Get ready. It's going to be crazy, especially in a restaurant environment. It's really, I mean, Marianne, you kind of get it. You know, it's like you get, you you have to like make a plan and start going slowly. And then all of a sudden it becomes a routine and it's easy just to jump back into it. It's going to be chaos. It's going to mm -hmm. be crazy at first. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the other <laughs> thing to that, if you have to, introduce new employees while you're trying to because i think once everything breaks i'm hoping i mean it's gonna just go fast yeah everybody's gonna be wanting to get back out there <clears throat> this is a but, question i want to ask you guys is that okay so say that we get word saying okay you guys can all go back and be normal again right for me i think i might be a little hesitant because i've been i haven't been around people a lot and I don't know how you guys would feel. I feel like there would be some hesitation, which is probably not such a bad idea. Um, is it is it hesitation, or should are those guidelines that we should follow from now on? Hesitation, because for me, because you guys get to see each other every day, I don't get that kind of socialization so much. I mean, I I see people at work, and well, we're we're you can tell we're very well liked. So people want to be around us. See, no, I think um, she meant that you and I are physically I exactly attached. Exactly what she meant. But I had to throw that out there. When it comes in, it goes back yeah. out. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things that I'm most worried about is this is our home. Like our business is our home, so we can't escape people. Like we, this yeah. is it. So I know I'm going to be. I mean, I'm very focused on cleaning to begin with, but there's a difference between cleaning and disinfecting. I'm going to be in a disinfecting mode right. all the time. Right. So it's going to, so I'm going to be ratcheting it up from that perspective because we can't escape any place um, besides our little tiny room at the bed and breakfast. That's it. So, so that it, I am going to be, it's going to be more intense. I think when we do pick up. I'm different. looking forward to that. I'm just wondering what that what that pattern is going to look like. It might start off a little slow. I mean, because people are going to be hesitant. Um, but, you know, I, I think given a little bit of time, people will probably go back to their natural habitats and, and do what they always do. You're talking uh, about abandoned, buddy, aren't you? What's that? <laughs> abandoned Thursdays. Yeah. 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 It would be nice to be able to have a happy hour on Thursdays. I mean, I mean, Ginny and I are doing just fine. Um, the two of us, we have somebody to chat with, and uh, you know, the Beagle's there, so um, she's loving this um, naturally, as um, Phil's dog probably is too. <clears throat> um, I, I, I think the the dogs are enjoying the company. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think 
I'm just hoping we can just go right, you know, after a little bit of time. I, I don't know if that's three weeks, if that's four weeks after everything has ceased, um, that people can get back out and do their regular stuff. Yeah. Well, at, at the same time, I, oh, you want to take this in, Phil? I was just showing everybody uh, some updates from Sarah that I guess people are starting to be able to go out again in China, but people are a little bit slow and uh, businesses are still a little bit wary. So, yeah, there's going to be that point. And maybe that will be our model. We'll know approximately how much time. Who knows? Well, don't you think that this has also been, I mean, there's some good for the fact that, especially for me, since I work all the time. I don't spend that much time with my family or with people like I used to. Like, there's so much I've missed out on because all I want to do is work. So mm -hmm. hopefully maybe this is like, you know, you get to like, I, maybe it'll be different. People spend more time with their families. I don't know. I'm hoping it kind of gets you out of rut because we all get into this like where you just, you know, we're creatures of habit, you know, just this routine where that's all we do. So you work, work, and then I've been kind of enjoying seeing family and chatting with them. And I mean, I guess really I've just been saying, hey, and walking out the door more than anything. Now you actually have to talk, <laughs> oh, see how yeah, each other are yeah. doing, all that stuff. It's kind of different. So, yeah. Yeah, that is very true. I agree with you because I feel like my life for the past year or so has been so robotic. I wake up, go to work, do this, go to the other work. And... For me, like the other day, when after I we closed up the wine bar, I went out for a walk. And I'm trying to get at least two miles in just to like clear my mind and see everything. Um, and it's super nice. And then walking down Main Street and seeing the businesses. And I'm like, I don't think I've ever really walked and looked in their buildings. So it was it was just something nice to see. And then we went to the outlet trail last week on the film. That was fun. Got ticks on me. But I mean, took care yeah. of that. Yeah, I've been getting ticks down there. What's that? I've been getting ticks down there. Yeah, read the other you Make sure you check yourself. I love What'd you say, Jenny? How, how did you take care of that? How did you get the ticks off of yourself? Forceps. I used a stick and flung it off. Oh, yeah. Hers were not attached. Mine was <gasps> attached. Oh, okay. So hers we brushed off. Mine, I took some sharp forceps. You just grab right down by the where they attach. And you slowly pull it straight out. Phil, where was your tick again? On um, my butt. <laughs> so <laughs> That's easy to get to, isn't it? <laughs> it's not easy because it was all, I had to reach all the way around. It's hard. How did it get on your butt? What were you doing? And I can't ask anybody to help me because it's social distancing, right? <laughs> Somebody should explain that to the tick. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Somebody needs to educate these ticks about social distancing oh, right God. now. <laughs> That's not good. No, so, but uh, good news about the outlet trail for anybody going down there is if you like the Cascade Waterfall, which is kind of the second one downstream that uh, has all the buildings around it currently, uh, that's going to be getting cleaned up a little bit more this spring, hopefully, if if they can still go ahead with that, with all of the uh, restrictions that we have right now. But in the meantime, we've got a brand new parking area that's going to be great. We're going to be able to fit way more cars. It's a lot nicer now. So cool. We'll be able to get more people down there. Good. Awesome. Good, good. So can I bring up a 
controversial subject. This might bring some uh, differing opinions. All right, so we have the moving patients from New York City up upstate, and then we have the order that was put in today. That was uh, I read an article by John Christensen, Chronicle Express, of National Guard coming up to take unused ventilators. What's a uh, what's everyone's thought on those two subjects? Let's Jamie first, because <laughs> he won't be able to keep his opinions. Jamie's you go, you go first. I, <laughs> I think it's just wrong. I understand if they don't have enough beds down there, um, but it seems as though with a, a city um, as large as New York, um, that you would be able to find something to turn into a medical facility versus having to bring them up here. Because isn't it the same kind of deal? I mean, if, if we're moving around these patients, don't we take a chance on spreading more of the virus in this area versus uh, um, keeping it where it is? Um, and, and if Penyan only has two ventilators, how much? I, yeah, I know that's going to help two people in New York. But what if we have two people here that we need it? Right. Um, yeah. Then we have nothing. <clears throat> I just think that's wrong uh, all the way around. Yeah, so I think philosophically, I agree that if there's excess, you should transport the excess to where it's needed. That's philosophically right, um, and theoretical. In reality, I get nervous because at some point we're gonna, in, this, in the large upstate New York area, we're gonna have the, the spike up. And I don't think we're gonna get those ventilators back. That's what I'm more worried about is when we need them, we won't get them back here. Yes, we might get money for them and we might get paid, but if you can't buy any ventilators, right. the money's worthless. So it is, yeah. it is a little scary. Phil, Marianne? I, yeah, I think it's, it's tricky. I, the, it's a complex issue, obviously, right? So we've been talking about flattening the curve. Everybody's talking about flattening the curve. Right. And what that means is two things, right? One is that we don't want to have such a spike in cases that the hospitals can't handle it. So we're going to flatten the curve. We're going to make it so less people get it at a time. But that means it's going to take us longer to get to things like herd immunity. So the flattened curve is also longer. So when you look at that, um, it's scary because it means that the people, the issue that they have in New York City right now isn't going to be over in three weeks. As much right. as they might say, you know, we, we want to get this handled and under control, it's not going to be over in three weeks because they, they've lengthened, lengthened the amount of time it's going to take right. to go through everybody and for everybody to get it. Right. By flattening it, you're extending it. Right. So then you look at the ventilator issue, right? So they've extended that down there. So we're not going to get, we're probably not going to get those ventilators back. No. Right. The only hope is that we give them those ventilators and then the ventilators that they're ordering right now come to us. Or we put ours on a trailer and we just keep riding them around so they can't find them. How's that? <laughs> Boom. Got it. See, there's an easy fix to everything. Hide them. 
I, I, I'm completely fine with if, if we have more than we need right now, I'm okay with them having them right now, but we have to look out for our people too. Right. And, two. And, two. Remember this number. Two. Two. We only have two. So how could we have an overabundance? That's where do we have two? It's, broader, it's the broader upstate New York. It's not. Yeah. Who has two? Penyan? Apparently, yeah. Yates County. Or, yeah. Soldiers, Soldiers and Sailors has two. Soldiers and Sailors. So I, I wonder how many Geneva has. Or, or Thompson, because those are. They could only maybe double that number. I mean, maybe Geneva would have four. Um, I mean, how many of these things uh, are needed at once uh, in, in with just regular um, like pneumonia and things of that nature? I would think you'd only need yeah. a you know, oh, handful. My girlfriend works works for Arnett Ogden, which is a pretty big hospital there in Elmira. And I think she was telling me, and I'm not sure on the exact number, I think it was six that they have. And okay. and that's a that's a big hospital. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's not that much. And yeah. it, if it wasn't six, it's definitely not more than ten. I mean, she's and, saying and you what's, know, it's just used in the ICU. I mean, just yeah, and, and, and what's the within say a fifty mile radius, how many people are there? Thirty thousand? In Elmira, there's got to be oh. double that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So six, yeah. very small number. So, do we know the exact numbers that have been transported, been moved around? No. I, think so. I do no. not. We need somebody to, to be Googling those things. <laughs> <laughs> you, need hey, Jamie, you Google that? <laughs> we need a Jamie. We have a Jamie. We have a Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> All this information. I'm surprised you don't know that, Jamie. <laughs> well, Town of Jerusalem has no hospitals. Okay. <laughs> we have no ventilators. <laughs> Jamie, are you still having meetings with everyone in office? No. Um, we canceled our planning and zoning board meetings for this month. Um, our CEO is working. Our highway department in the um, office help is staying at home, working from home. Um, for that side, our assessors working from home. Um, but now that the the construction side has uh, Pomo um, has uh, uh, you know dialed that down, um, I, I think his work's going to be a lot less. Um, but we still want to be able to plan. Um, right. do planning right. and zoning. Um, so we're kind of in our, and you don't want there to be a big lull when this is all over and, and have to try to have 10 different applications come to your planning board in one month. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. so we normally, it's normally about four or five per month. Um, so we want to sort of keep that, keep that flowing. Um, but we had to give it up for one month because we've got to be able to put something in place so that we can do this remotely as we are doing today. Um, and that because town meetings have to be able to be viewed by the public. Um, and naturally we don't want them attend our meetings. Um, so, and that, and possibly we could spread out far enough, um, maybe have a couple from home and have three people, um, at the office, uh, you might be able to get away with that, but the, the best case scenario would be to conduct the meetings, everybody do it just the way we're doing this. And, and then the community is able to come in and, and watch it. And uh, 
that would be the best scenario. But naturally, everything costs money. Um, what's, I mean, you could say that the as a town, we kind of got caught with our pants down. Um, but a little teeny town like um, Barrington or the town of Jerusalem, we never had access. You know, nobody ever worked from home. Um, we're still mostly paper transactions. You know, we don't have scanners. But these are things in the future that we're going to have to look into uh, mm -hmm. so that we can scan all of our documents and everything will be in the cloud instead of having to go to the office to get these documents because we, we haven't kept up. The town hasn't come up, kept up with the town and, and move forward and, and mostly probably because we are small. Um, nobody ever thought we were going to have to stay home for a month or two months. Um, and our sewer department, they're still working because they're essential. Um, the, the guys are still working. They're doing a couple of days on, a couple of days off. Um, highway department's essential. Um, one crew, we've split them up into two crew, crews, or, or Tony did. Tony heard the um, highway superintendent. Uh, so one, one crew works um, the same kind of deal a, a couple of days um, because right now they're on four tens for the summer. Um, so one crew's, uh, you know, working two days, two 10-hour shifts. The other crew's working two 10-hour shifts. And then everybody takes Friday off. So we've kind of, you know, dumbed it down. I mean, it's di very difficult for the town clerk because um, right now, naturally, it was uh, tax time. Um, taxes are still coming in. And naturally, we were flooded um, the last day, you know, of March because everybody wants to get it in before the 1st. And... These things have these envelopes have to be naturally they have to be hand opened, you know. So you try to spray everything down when it comes from the post office, you know, our drop box outside, and, and try to spray everything down and get it um, as clean as you can before you're handling it and wear gloves and things of that nature. So it's kind of a you know it's been tough, but everybody's gotten through it very well, I think. But the the strange thing is, and, and you may have the same problem in Barrington, Justice. It's really weird, you know, most people, when they said to stay home, hell, they, they were absolutely fine with staying home. Oh, yeah. Everybody in the town of Jerusalem wants to come to work, which is fantastic that we have that problem that everybody wants to work. But trying to get through, you know, their way of thinking that if everybody's in the building, somebody's getting sick. So right. we, we're, only, we're trying to only allow one person because our building's small one person in the building at a time and try to schedule their workloads in that manner so that we can send in, because we also have a, a lady that um, does our, our rec program, um, Bev Eggleson. She's been coming in and uh, sterilizing the building and we have a little uh, sheet so that where you went, if you went to the bathroom, if you went to have a cup of coffee, um, you know, if you moved out of your office, we want to make sure that she knows so that we can keep everything very clean. That's and good. That's kind of how we've been handling it. Hmm. Yeah. The town, the, the town of Barrington. Oh, I, I guess we're kind of doing almost the same thing, Jamie, other than we did kind of, we did have a board meeting, um, but not really. I guess three of them kind of got on video <laughs> chat and uh, signed, signed the general bills. That was all they did. They didn't make any big decisions or anything yeah, like that. This, yeah, yeah, we were able to have our um, March meeting. 
um, and and I took all the chairs that were in the room, and and at that time we were able to have fifty percent occupancy. I think it was ten. <clears throat> oh ten no, people. kept us to ten. ten. That's right, kept us to yeah. ten. Mm -hmm. So we got six people, including including um, the town clerk who does the minutes, and we were able to have four people in the audience if needed. Um, naturally, uh. I think only the newspaper came. Yeah, John Christensen, I think, was the only one that came. So it worked out easy. We were able to spread out all the chairs um, so that everybody was 10 feet away. It worked well. Um, but going, you know, going forwards, um, we, we need to have, right now, we've got our computer, our IT person uh, looking into laptops uh, for the people that are home. Not everybody, you know, can afford to have a laptop mm -hmm. that, has Windows 10, you know, some people have older laptops, so we've had to purchase some, I think we're in the process of purchasing uh, five or six laptops right now and uh, coming up uh, with a way to um, Skype our our meetings or, or do it in this fashion that we're doing it right here. Yeah. Now, what did you, what'd you think about with code enforcement? Uh, I guess everybody. So now you can no longer hand out a building permit at all unless it's emergency. Right, right. So now code enforcement's almost like, all, you're like a glorified firefighter, really. That's you know, anytime there's, there's a fire call, you go out to it, and that's pretty much all you do. My main concern, and this is a controversial opinion, uh, again, well, I guess idea, how many people in our county work under the table for these for construction if you really go and think about it there's well they may there, not there's got to be a lot and those guys can't file for unemployment right or what they've done is kind of i call it cooking your books where you know maybe half the stuff you're putting on the books the other half you're sticking in your pocket right um those people then, are hurting right and and if you didn't put that money aside so that you have it whether it's in your mattress or your pillowcase or in your lockbox in the bank. Um, if you spent that money, yeah, you, if, if, even if you can file for unemployment or some kind of assistance, it's going to be very small because you've, you've kept your, your wages, what right. the government sees of your wages, very small. But now you get the extra 600 a week. Oh, that's if you can apply for unemployment and yeah. the PUA. But didn't you, right. didn't yeah. you, um, I don't know if I, I understand that unemployment fully. Naturally, I'm not able to get it. Um, but is it 600 a week? Addition. On top. So it's On addition top. to whatever you're going to make. So if you're going to make $100, then you get $700. Right. If you max out at the 405, you're going to get um, $1,005. You got it. Okay. Automatically, or do you have to prove that that's lower than what you made before? I believe the extra 600 is automatic. Automatic. Yeah. Automatic. Okay. Yeah, see, we're not, I didn't have to look too much into that because the town, um, naturally, we have to keep paying everybody. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Whether they were part-time, full-time, the government, you know, he, he said uh, yeah. continue paying. So we have yeah. to continue paying, um, which constituents that I've seen out there, um, they seem to be okay with it. Absolutely. Um, they're all right with us uh, still paying them. I mean, it was in the budget, so it, it's there, you know? Right. It, it's um, budgeted. So, I mean, yeah. you're going to pay it one, 
I mean, you are, yeah, right. you are going to have some people that saying, well, look at the money we could be saving right now for next year. But look at the people that would be hurting in the process. You know, so. I think we need to focus on the now rather than what the future looks like because we don't know what the future looks like. Right. Correct. You got to take care of your people now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, like I said, that's what I'm worried about is the, the people that, and I know a lot of people, especially in little Dundee, small town, there's, you know, it's hard to be a big time employer and there's a lot of people that work under the table. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm pretty concerned for those people. I mean, I know, I guess they're not doing, they're not properly paying in like the rest of us, but, uh, you know, they still got to survive and support their families. So, right. And if and, and, and if nothing else, maybe they will start doing business a little better after this is over. Yeah. You know, and, and have all that on the table, not under the table. Yeah. I haven't looked at it in detail yet, but there's um, if you get denied for unemployment insurance, there's this next phase. It's called the PUA. What does PUA stand for? Um, pandemic? Yeah. I have no idea. Unemployment unemployment assistance Insurance. assistance assistance. Oh, assistance yep that makes sense so there are piece, pieces of that so say you um were going to be starting a job next week that was going to be paid but you never actually started it you actually can get this pua um so they are trying to ex extend the unemployment i don't know if you know under the table contractors would fit that or not but you know it would be a really good um well, at least they could find out how many's out there no oh, they could definitely find out <laughs> that's one way because they're hurting i'm telling you so and, and 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 is that going to keep them from applying because they've cheated the government do they dare to apply you know who knows no way no way no, I they like living so. off the grid. Yeah, no, that's, that's part of what we talk about with illegal immigrants. Yeah, yeah right. it's the same deal. Yeah, yep. But for so anyone who does have questions about the unemployment, I would suggest going to the going through workforce. And I spoke to Lisa Principio earlier this week, and she had a, a lot of really good information. And if she doesn't know, she'll look into it. So the workforce, Yates workforce, if anyone has any questions, reach out to them. They're still working, so. They, that would be a good resource because I know when I'm looking in front of the um, laptop or computer, there's a lot of information on the New York City website. Yeah. But you get so confused because it's yeah. like, how does this one story of an employee apply to this? Mm -hmm. Not everyone is it's black and white. It's a lot of gray. Um, but a lot of us were not prepared for this. And, and it keeps changing on a daily basis. You have to go to work every day being flexible. I'm like, okay, so how does this work now? Um, mm -hmm. But I would, again, suggest Lisa Principio at the workforce, reach out to her and she'll help you out. Yeah, and there's a lot of information out there. Every day, Every day. Town, I'm getting a dozen emails at least, if not more, just on this. Everybody's sending you information mm -hmm. about the Cronus, you know, and all the latest stuff. So it, it's a lot of information to absorb um, right at the moment, you know, because so many, everybody wants you to be informed. Every Every group you do a business with, um, insurance, lawyers, uh, you name it, um, auditors, they're all sending you stuff. Um, so it's yeah. kind of crazy. One thing I wanted to add to, I know at one point we're going to be receiving this money because remember we're supposed to be getting, or we're hopefully getting this $1,200. Remember we talked about that at one point? 
just remember, no one's going to call you and ask you for your routing number for anything like that. You know how there's been schemes. Oh, right. right. They so, already have your information. They on have it. Yes. I just yes. want to reiterate. Do not accept so. phone calls. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a scary time, but just it's a good reminder for, especially I want to remind my parents, like, don't right. talk to people on the phone. Just, right. just stay home. Unless you want to give your $1,200 to me, Please feel free to give me a call. <laughs> Never give so, anybody any kind of information yeah. over the phone. So the other thing with that $1,200, it's not taxable, but also it is more in advance for next year's return. Aha. Uh -huh. so it's not free. Where is that money coming from? Nothing ever not comes free. for free. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, so, are they, so you think they're going to take that same amount back next year? Off, off of your, your taxes, yeah. Off of your return. So say normally oh. you get back two thousand dollars a year. In twenty twenty one, you're gonna you're gonna get eight hundred dollars back. Right. So people that pay in are gonna pay in another twelve hundred dollars. Yes. So yes. I'm gonna be paying in even more money. That's gonna be Bingo. so it's it's yeah. it's an advance <laughs> on your on next year's it's an IOU. Right. Oh. <laughs> Oh, great. Another $1,200 they get to make from me. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> Interesting. Boy. Anybody know a child that needs to be adopted? Two or three. I'll take <laughs> what about gray-haired um, childhood? <laughs> oh, God. So only, on, on a non-serious note, Phil, have we talked about the hair yet? It's have raw. We, have, 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 yeah. we, have we talked about this? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah briefly. Um, we got a couple comments. Phil is bald. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> All right. But, so, so, so tell the Kobe people part. at home, Phil, tell the people at home why you got rid of your beautiful, miraculous. It was hair. beautiful hair. Yeah. I got, I got a COVID cut. It's if there's a pandemic, I don't need to be, you know, washing and drying my hair. You're, okay. You still have facial hair. Well, sure. I mean, I can't shave my beard. True. That'd be nonsense. Facial hair. I wouldn't have like you there would be like nothing. Egg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Jamie has this way of inspiring people to shave their head. I think that, and then we have a pandemic, and I start growing mine back. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it's really there. <laughs> well, with all the all the barber shops closed down, I I think we might see some interesting. Uh, hairstyles over the next month or so that's how you, how you end up with locks like this i mean yeah. no you've been and, growing up before jesse don't kid oh, yourself sorry and those of us that look the other way it's going to be interesting to find <laughs> out which women have the real hair color and okay. which ones don't. that's going to be interesting you notice the hat <laughs> oh, boy. i can't take care oh. of my hair so I'm doing the hat situation but jamie you're poking a bee's nest man i don't want anything to do with this i'm out of this <laughs> going back to my, my comment of wearing turbans i want to wear stylish looking turbans so i guess still look kind of pretty yeah. So one of the things that we've been doing to keep ourselves busy and entertained is we are. Um, Isn't Jamie enough? Oh, this even what I'm going to tell you what we do <laughs> even amps up the entertainment value. Oh yeah. So we're experimenting with different cocktails every night, and so I think Jamie has perfected the old fashioned. But so Jesse, he loves your sazeracs, and he's been he's got all the ingredients, and he's been playing around with that a little bit. What what's the uh, trick? 
the trick. Okay, you guys are going to love this. So I'm planning on starting, I think, maybe this, maybe tomorrow or maybe next week. <clears throat> I'm going to make cocktails on Facebook for everybody. <gasps> That's Yay. cocktails every week, the exact science on them, how they're done. But uh, so the Sazerac, I mean, <clears throat> the big thing with that that people don't do at home is they don't rinse their glass with absinthe. He's got it because he sees so, you do it. So he's doing that. I've done yeah. that. Yeah. So you rinse your glass with absinthe and then you throw in your, your sugar cubes right after. And then, oh, then you put in your, your Peychaud's bitters and yeah, crush. Where do I get that? So Peychaud's bitters. Uh, oh, God. I don't know. Um, I get it through a distributor. Because okay. we use, what bitters do we use? That And it's, it starts with an A. Oh, so you just use regular, your regular just cocktail? Yeah, right, Manhattan. Because yeah. we don't have anything else. Yeah, so that's where, so Sazerac is only a Sazerac because of the Peychaud bitters. Okay. So that, there you go. That's the number, one, the number one thing that makes it a Sazerac. And they're the red bitters. They're a lot different than your regular, like, old-fashioned bitters. Okay. Right. So that's so. why it's not been making. the same. I've been making my style of a Sazerac, of course. What is it? What is it? So he's been making a absinthe rinsed rye old fashioned, probably is what yeah. is really what yeah. It, yeah, it's what it would be without the pay shoots. But I mean, yeah. it's close. But yeah, because yeah. you're using different. You use good rye whiskey. I add some uh, some cognac to mine because I think uh, it's kind of. Jerry Thomas did it in New York City at a bar called Milk and Honey. He's famous, so that's the way I was doing it. And uh, got some cognac. Yeah. So we do have. Uh, I think we have good rye whiskey. We're using Knob Creek. I mean, if, oh, yeah. if price has anything to do with whether it's good or not, I think that's right up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think I we're know. gonna have to ratchet the quality down a little bit. <laughs> Knob Knob Creek's good stuff, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing cocktails each week and. We're going to, I'll put Sazerac on there on the list of one. I'm doing the Manhattan, the old fashioned. And I'll throw the Sazerac on and sweet. I have Good. a couple others. I think people are going to enjoy it at least. Yeah. 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 So that's Definitely. what, that's what we've been doing <clears throat> evenings. That and we jump in the hot tub every night. Cause that gives me a full body cleanse. That's how I look at it. <laughs> Is that what you're, I mean, I hope that's not your goal. <laughs> I hope you're still, are you still showering though, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel good. Every single night, jump in that hot tub and let the chlorine eat everything off your body. You know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> there you go. That sounds scary, but hey, maybe, maybe it works. Can you, can you Facebook Live that, please? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Under the bed and breakfast. <laughs> Not first. We want under the bed and breakfast. Yes, yeah. this is the Steamboat Castle. You can get this show. Uh, is there a matinee? <laughs> I hope so. Three and four. <laughs> oh, oh, that's funny. Wow. That what others have been doing? I mean, sure, others have hot tubs. They're doing the same thing. I'm sure. I'm sure they are. Yeah. So. I had a bed and breakfast question for you guys that I've been, I've wanted to ask you before and I've never brought up. So I know we're a ways away, but just enlighten me on the subject. Can you serve people alcohol in your bed and breakfast 
can you like leave it out for them or would you get in trouble if they got like a DWI or something? So we cannot serve or um, give them or provide for free or anything like that, any alcohol, unless we have a liquor license. They can go out and they buy their own and they can come back here and they can drink their own, but we can't do anything. Even giving, um, you know, we've got some people that, you know, their anniversary and they ask, can you purchase a, um, a champagne for us to be having the room? And I have to say, I can't. I mean, if they want to call um, Cuca Springs or someplace or, <clears throat> and they pay Cuca Springs for the wine, then I can go and pick it up, but I can't legally do anything like that. I mean, we looked into it in the beginning because we thought it would be kind of cool, but it was two things. One, if you have a happy hour every day, that means you have to be home mm -hmm. every day at okay. that time. Um, and well, if you had a happy hour, I'd be there. That's good to know, Jess. Yeah. Um, but then we thought about the other side. Um, if people came back here after being out and about, all day long we don't know how much they've consumed and if they come if they come back to the bed and breakfast and, and they hang out here for two hours and they keep consuming and, and then they go out to dinner or what have you um we don't want to be held responsible either right yeah so one exception is if you have if a bed and breakfast has a winery they can under their farm license they can provide that so I know New Vine Bed and Breakfast, that's what they do. So they they leave for their guests, but it's their winery. Great. So. Cool. Well, hey, that's good information. I just yep. I always wondered that. I always wondered how if that was allowed or not. So yep. why Jesse are you gonna come up with a bed and breakfast? No, no. I was I was I was wondering about like liquor liability for bed and breakfast and liquor mm -hmm. license. Like I always wondered what they did and because I know some who probably don't follow the rules do it. I mean there I, are. Didn't, right. I didn't know if it was legal, how yeah, it worked, all this stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, we've heard of a yeah. few. I mean, mm -hmm. talking to other owners <laughs> and things. And we also know one owner that was contacted by the liquor authority to shut his operation down. Um, yeah, because he was putting it well, on no, his to, to website. Stop, no, to stop serving alcohol. No, no, not the no. whole, whole no. operation. No. Just no. stop serving alcohol. Yeah. Because apparently they do have somebody that's uh, you know checking out websites and things of that mm -hmm. nature, and if and wow. if you have happy hour on your website or you have a, a you know free bottle of wine with um, your purchase of a room, right. you, you're you're technically selling alcohol. Yeah, right. So it, I have on. I think there's been three occasions. So we've had three small weddings here, and I have given the the newlyweds champagne. Yeah, I think that's fine. You know, like, you I'll bleep that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've given the newlyweds bleep. <laughs> Water. You got to be a little quicker. What do you think of the newlyweds? I have to know. <laughs> Jenny's famous cookies. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, she made up a bunch of those the other day. Yes. Granddaughters yep. had to have mm -hmm. some. Are you still baking every morning? No, my gosh, I'd be 300 pounds if I <laughs> did all of that. No, no, just for the granddaughters. They they love they one likes the oatmeal and the other one likes the uh, chocolate chip. So and then Jenny's dad is chocolate chip. Chocolate so we chip. had to make so some he has for him. To have his chocolate chip. Yeah. He's got to so, have right. his two cookies before he goes to bed in his warm milk. Mm -hmm. <laughs>
That sounds all right. <laughs> do, do you guys know you had the first cocktail with Barrington Distillers bourbon? That old fashioned I made you was with my bourbon. Really? Yeah. yeah. That was, that was good. fantastic. Yeah. So that I double. Mean, it, it definitely would be yeah. sitting at the bar with you. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> but it, it, I enjoyed it. I really did. It was. It tasted very good. And then was that bourbon used for the Sazerac also? No, Sazerac's rye whiskey and right. and, and then a little bit of brandy. So no, wasn't ours. Yep. Yeah. Okay. No, Ginny was the first person. She's the winner. Okay. She won. Oh, she's the winner. Yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> Not Jamie, Ginny. Yeah. Well, it, I guess if you really want to be technical, Phil's Phil's the first person to actually drink it. He was drinking it straight out of a glass. I mean, he's he's an animal. So wow, I'm an animal. Yeah. Well, I believe I saw your dad taking some nips off of a bottle um, at the at the <laughs> distillery. Yeah, he, yeah. My dad's pretty good for that too. He's a yeah. he's a professional. Though. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It looked like just like it looked like a saloon in the you know Western days. You know, just take the whole bottle and take yep, a little bit. Well. <laughs> Slugger back. Boy. Oh, well. Jesse, do you need to get going or can you keep going? I got I got probably I'm here good for another 15, 20 minutes. All right. I that's when we usually stop. So I delayed my my other engagements. So. Oh. Well, what other engagements do you have? Uh, I'm making peach pie moonshine with a friend of oh. mine, uh, Tim McCracken. I don't know if anyone knows him or not, but he's a. Is that Bill's kid? No, uh, he's from Elmira. No, he's a. Uh, he lives in Park 735 in Barrington, so he's a buddy of mine. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good, Jamie. I just I just solved your problem for your uh, Jerusalem meetings. Okay. To be able to socially distance. Um, why don't you just all get on your boats and your, your canoes and kayaks <laughs> and just do it on the lake and you shout from one boat to the other? What well, if somebody have a boat? I don't think the constituents want us to buy a boat just to have a meeting. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you never true. know. They, they're still paying all the people that are working from home. No. No, the town of Jerusalem people will be in an uproar. Don't buy a boat. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> and so far since I took over, we have not been in the paper for anything – any wrongdoings. Um, everything's been good so far. We have, we've handed the reins over to um, either Barrington or Starkey. No, or one no of those Barrington places, is done. You know? We're, we're done. We're done. And to, I didn't understand why people got so mad at the town for buying, you know, different things. And then, uh, then I started paying taxes on my distillery. And every time they're like, Hey, do you want to raise them? Like, am I going to have to pay taxes on my own race? I don't know, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. You true. start thinking a little more. You're like, do I really need this pen and paper? I can just use something from home. I'm not going to buy it. I don't want to pay, <laughs> pay taxes on it. So. Yeah. Because every item in every building that everybody uses has a price tag. That's yeah. 100% well, the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything well, I, costs money. It all digital. Yes, that's why it would be good to be all digital. Correct. You would, yes, up front, it, it's it's a costly, you know, thing. Um, but on the back end, you eliminate most of that pen and all that paper and all that ink and and you know these big, uh, you know, printers and and all of that nonsense. And you got everything in the cloud, and you can just pull it down. I mean, naturally with a pole, but because um, you know, there's still people out there that have no idea what a cloud is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, any training. Mm-hmm. How have you been handling this and um, seeing your dad? So <clears throat> my father, he's 84 um, and he just lives a mile down the road. So that makes it very convenient. But he, for his entire life, is a uh, putzer, right? He needs to physically be doing things. He will not read a, he can't sit there to read a book. He um, doesn't do puzzles, you know, I've tried all of those type of things. So this is really a struggle for him. So he does go out and um, he's uh, volunteers at the Once Again shop. So he goes there every morning before anybody comes and checks to make sure that the furnace is still working. So that's one outing. He goes to the post office and picks up his mail. Um, he Which goes, is right in Cuca Park. Correct. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so there's certain places. Three times a week, he'll go to his girlfriend's and have dinner. Um, he'll stop by Don't here once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> and But the one neat thing is, so it used to be that um, Dad and I, even though we we're so close to each other um, physically, we would talk maybe once or twice a week. Now every day at least once we're talking um but he can't stay on the phone very long that's just not him so it's but it's a check-in um you know he needed some uh, um, like clorox clorox wipes and i can't find any so i made him some a little homemade package of that to keep in the car always give him leftovers you know so make sure that he's Happy and content. And in doing so, we've had to cook more meals. So I'm hoping he's very grateful. Are you saying we? Are you saying Jimmy? Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, like that we? I watched Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a we, right? Um, Jenny, when you did the um your own Clorox wipes, did you use essential oils? I did. I put um a couple <laughs> drops of not a, it wasn't essential. Is that oils. a plug? <laughs> Is that a plug? You guys, yeah. It's a now? running joke. <laughs> What kind of essential oils did you use? Did you use lavender? Tea tree oil. No. Tea tree, tea tree oil. At, um, Damn tea tree oil. <laughs> oh, I love tea tree oil. <laughs> I love that smell. So my, my girlfriend wants is right now, she loves Phil. She thinks Phil's awesome, but she's like, when I see Phil, we're fighting over the tea tree oil. It's over. Phil. Like she says, like legit, like hands up, you got you gotta fight her, Phil. There's no choice. Hey. So. I, <laughs> I have my very own bottle. <laughs> I have my own very own yeah. bottle. Good for you, Phil. I have my very own and I have a bottle of lavender oil, but just because I like the smell of it. So oh, do you rub it on the bottom of your feet before you go to bed? No, I put it on my humidifier in the wintertime. You should put it on, on the bottom Does of your, your humidifier feel better. What is it gonna do to the bottom of my freaking feet? It's gonna make you cozy. Cozy. Yeah. Oh, really? yeah. yeah, that's what you want to be. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that sounds real manly. How cozy can Phil and this dog get? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder why Phil smells like lavender every time he comes in the bar. Like, oh, come on. Phil, you smell like a very woman. girlish yeah. today. <laughs> lavender at least is a good smell. Yeah, true. You can smell worse. Yeah, could smell like tea tree oil. That's, hey, I love that's smell true. Like tea tree oil. Phil, you're gonna you're gonna make her mad again. I'm gonna have to hear about it. She's watching right now. <laughs> There's no way she bring it up. Smell of it. There's no oh, way she God. likes the smell of it. It smells good. It doesn't. Like it. Tea tree oil? I like the smell of it. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. It smells so bad that even mosquitoes won't come near you when you got it on. It's doing its job. <laughs> it's doing its job. <laughs> but you know what else mosquitoes stay away from you is if you use lavender oil. See, there you go. Yeah. Oh, so and mice also will stay away from you if you use lavender. Who will? Mice. Oh, mice, yeah. And mice? deer. Oh. Whenever I put lavender oil on, if if I see a deer in the field and I start to walk toward it, it just runs away. <laughs> there you go. That, that's yeah, that not was good for hunting. Yeah, for me, yeah. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, not good for hunting. So I'll be bottling the first bottle of hand sanitizer today. That'll be fun. Yay. You guys will see a post. It'll be nice okay. and cool and all that fun stuff. And you got the labels in. Yeah, yeah, labeled, ready to go. And they're black. So, and they're, they're black, right? Yep. Yep. They're black labels? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. And it's a very liquidy type of thing, right? It's not a jelly. It won't be as much gel. No. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's kind of it's just alcohol, aloe vera gel, glycerin, tea tree oil, and eucalyptus. Uh, Ooh. That's why we were joking about the essential oils for gotcha. the tea tree and the eucalyptus. Yeah. Um, It'll be cool. We're giving a lot away, so we plan on giving giving a case to soldiers and sailors, some to the police department, some to any other hospital that's really needing it, because a lot of them are still, even though everyone's making it, still struggling to yeah, keep right. it. Can, right. can you add Clinton Crest Manor and the Manor to your list? Sure. Put a case aside for them. So. Yes, thank you, thank you. Is there is there anything else going on at the Manor? At the manor, I mean, so with, when the manor, well, the manor and Clinton Crest, they're both no visitors allowed to come in. So, um, you know, it's all on the, the staff to keep the residents entertained and engaged and active, which is quite a bit. So I know at, um, at uh, Clinton Crest Manor, they're um, trying to encourage all of the family members to write letters and then, you know, the residents will write letters back. So I've got one of the things on my list to get is a stack of um, 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 stationery and stamps to give to Clinton Crest so that they can keep that going. But that's on, that's, on the list. That's a nice so, idea. Yeah. yeah. But they're doing, the staff is doing a phenomenal job in keeping all of the residents entertained and safe. There's no issues yet with illnesses, so. That's great. That's good. Ginny has been helping to feed the staff. Uh, she made, uh, how many empanada, empanadas? Empanadas, I think it was 100 empanadas. She oh, made, nice. Uh, um, and and I, I sampled a few. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I do have to say that they were, uh, you know, I just wanted to make sure nobody was gonna get sick, none of the workers right. that, uh, you know, at the Manor or Clinton Crest. So I had to, you know, sample a little bit from each bunch just to make sure that, you know, everything was good. Thank you. Marianne, real quick. Um, if somebody does get the coronavirus, which is, I mean, it's, we're going to know somebody that has it eventually. Um, what kind of essential oil should they use for that? I do not know. But I already do know somebody that had the virus. You, you do? So it's yeah. real No, it's not here in Penyon. Um, he lives um, up by Watertown. Um, Tim Kelly, he's, he's a great guy. Uh, he's in the Elks. Um, past, I think he was a past state president. Um, 
And uh, I just talked to him yesterday, and uh, he said that he did. He came into contact with somebody. Um, he self quarantined for the last fifteen days, feeling okay. So he's doing well. So good. I thought you were going to say Tom Hanks. So I was going to say, hey, <laughs> hey, listen, well, Jamie, we all know Tom. Nice yeah, try. Tom. Don't go there. All right. <laughs> I'm going to uh, say, I don't know. It was, just, it was, it was very interesting um, because he contacted me to see if just for the hell of it, because we're Facebook friends um, to see how the, you know, bed and breakfast was doing. And, um, and uh, I, I said that we were closed down and, um, I, I told him to be safe, and and uh, then he came back. Well, I, I thought I was being safe, but I still, you know, um, came into contact with somebody. But I guess apparently everything's okay. So that's good. Yep. Are the Elks doing anything right now? What's going um, on? No, Elks? we're not. Uh, Grand Lodge, uh, New York State, and Grand Lodge has uh, pretty much shut us all down. Mm -hmm. um, they're trying to do meetings and things of that nature remotely. Our convention in may um which was down by new york city uh, that's been canceled uh brian green the current uh well uh, the current state president um he he uh canceled his homecoming um dinner which was coming up and uh we're still waiting to hear and um, also in the lions they've canceled their uh convention for this spring um and uh the grand lodge uh which is supposed to be down in Baltimore in July, right around the July 4th area. Um, we're not sure if that's being canceled yet or not. But. Well, the one thing that we've got to do, so there's Elks National Foundation and they give grants mm -hmm. and they've got um, some um, uh, grants that they're giving out. So we're gonna be filling one out for the benefit yeah. of uh, um, the Living Well and Hope Center. Yeah, oh, through, uh, it's a gratitude grant that yeah. they've got going right now. It's the first grant pretty much. It's a, easier one to get and, and they even suggested should suggested to you know maybe apply for lodges to apply this it's free money from um you know grand lodge and and give it to your um food pantries um at this time so which would be good so we'll see about getting that i think that'll be i think that's a two thousand dollar grant so that would give two entities a thousand dollars a piece our local lions club um because I'm on the executive board there. Actually, I will be King Lion this coming year um, for our Penyan Lions. Number. We just gave. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> They're just all animals. Okay? <laughs> Want to hear anything about the horns? <laughs> More like Mufasa. <laughs> I was thinking. I thought he meant like in like the Tiger King, the Netflix show. I thought he meant like the Lion King. Like I thought he was gonna get lions, do the whole thing. I was I was ready for it. A serious <laughs> question. A serious question. Did everybody watch it, and what were your thoughts on his Tiger King? <laughs> Wait, I, I think it'd be interesting to see. Anyway, to get to the serious part, we gave seven hundred fifty dollars to Millie's pantry. And okay. another seven hundred and fifty dollars, I believe, went to the Living Well, so That's to help them out. So now you can get to all your comments. The Tiger King. Tiger King. You you haven't seen it? Yeah. I, I don't know what no. you're talking about. Nope. No. Phil doesn't oh, know. Don't waste your time then. I don't have okay. Netflix. Oh, it's an actual movie. I saw yeah, the guy was in jail. Or something, though. Isn't the guy in jail? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a Netflix show. You should watch it. Oh, that guy was on the news Netflix. this morning. With yeah. the mullet. 
He's a mullet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I saw him on the news this morning. He was uh he housed uh lions and tigers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. That's what I thought you bit. met at first, Jamie. That's <laughs> no, what I thought you were it, was, it, it was not. <laughs> oh, okay. Until you watch Netflix show, you won't understand how funny it really is. It's uh okay. it's pretty we'll interesting. To, so we'll have to put that on our list. Yeah, I saw that on uh <laughs> The television this morning just a, a brief little thing on it and I, I wondered what the hell it was but some i went people, on <laughs> some people really love it where they're watching it again i no. i think it's gonna be a great halloween costume in october no the fancy oh, oh jesse you should totally do it have, no. the, have the tiger shirt and have no. a mullet i already i'm getting close so <laughs> really jesse i think what you need is a kill a kill yes yeah, yeah i could I, I mean, I don't know. I'm maybe I could ro rock a kilt. Do I have to wear underwear? Is yeah, that, you no. don't have to. That, that's on you. Okay. I think you should. No. I think no. you should. <laughs> you wear you wear underwear. It's a skirt. True. Skirt. Phil, you've got one, right? Have five. You've got five. You have five. <laughs> yeah. Jamie has one. You don't need five. One is plenty. I want a leather one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to know about your personal life. <laughs> oh, boy. That's funny. You're gonna make Are you, Are you crying? Leather, I don't think about it. I leather kilt. You could go out and work in it. You know. Man, that would be pretty cool. I'll if tell you. you ride your to... ride your Harley on a leather kilt. I mean, yeah. Be, you know, it would be pretty impressive. <laughs> we don't know yet. TBD. I'm... <laughs> Jamie, if you want a kilt you can work in, uh, I'll I'll set you up. I've got a friend who's a kilt uh, distributor. Oh, really? Uh, from Highland Heritage, and I can uh, help you get set up with that if you're looking for that kind of thing. Nice, because I've got one that I only I only wear it now on a um, St. Patrick's nice day. day. But you know, hey, let's start a new fad. Absolutely, I'm all right with it. I mean, but you know, you got it. We haven't seen your legs yet, Jess, so we're not sure how it'll go for you. But, you know, mine look good in it. He does have nice legs. I got chicken legs. It's probably, it's not going to work. So, no leather, please. <laughs> That's my son. Thanks, son. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Oh, God. No, well, we've got to get you, like, some ripstop or something. Something tough. That yeah, you can work something's going to tough and not get burdock. Yeah, you know, just in case you're in the woods. I hike in one all the time. Oh no, that, that's where the tick came from. Oh, you your cheek. That's, right. that's how it got there. Not this one. <laughs> oh boy, they they like to they climb to the highest point they can make it to. It stopped at your butt, huh? With your butt, yeah. I was wearing a belt, so yeah. <laughs> Maybe that tick wasn't really a go-getter, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, so medium. I gotta, I gotta hop off, Phil. It was all uh, right. It was Thank fun you, talking to everybody. So I gotta right. go make peach moonshine. All right, let fun. us let us know when you're gonna um, go online for your drinks. Yes, yeah, let's go. Yeah, that'll be fun. All right, yeah. hey. we'll share it. Bye, Jesse. Cool. Well, let's do this again. All right. Bring Bye. bourbon next time. Will do. See you guys. See ya. Bye. Well, that was All good. Right, look at that. Now we're in the middle. Isn't that great? It's always <laughs> better that way. Here, watch this. Ah, look at that. <laughs> now they can see the hair.
Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Wait, do that again. There it is. Yeah. Look at all that hair up there. Flowing locks on Jamie Sisson. And you don't see that very often. It's only during times of pandemic. Um, <laughs> apocalypse. Boredom. Boredom. Yeah. Boredom. Well, that was, I think that's what got to me. I, I just said, you know what? I got to gotta shave my head. The problem is going to be when it gets out there where you need a haircut. We're going to find out how good Ginny is. <laughs> I'm, I'm trimming the, his neck. He's but... trimming the neck, yeah, because I can't yeah. stand the hair on my neck. It's easier uh, to have somebody else. I, I, I always cut my own hair anyway. You do? Oh. I've, got, I've cut my own hair for 20 years. Oh, my gosh. So um, it's not ever awesome, but it gets the job done. But the, the part around the neck is always the hardest part. To yeah. make that straight and make it like, you know. Well, I'm hoping for a real barber because I would like that awesome versus not always awesome haircut. Just order a pair of clippers. Oh, I have them. Buzz it up on the side. But that's what I want to get away from. Uh, that, that. I, I would like it to be cut, not buzzed. Oh, <laughs> so who knows? You guys might see a ponytail. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. I hope. Yeah, so. that would be. Oh, that would be. Actually, Jenny's dad said the same thing last he night. Gonna, yeah, he's going to start getting a a, a ponytail. <laughs> you should keep it business in the front, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Party in the back. Oh yeah, won't that be attractive? <laughs> <laughs> Marianne's thinking. She's doing a lot of thinking over there. A lot, of, are a lot of mental pictures are going through my head right now. Yeah, I guess a lot of people are having questions about what kind of hairstyles they're going to have mm -hmm. as we as we move on through this. Heard yeah. recommendations for mullets. Um, obviously, a lot of people just grow on it. And well, everything comes back, right? Sure. And maybe it's mm -hmm. time for the mullet. Well, and that's what I said. You know, I'm going to shave it now. By the time that they let us go outside again, uh, I'll have hair. Right. Yeah, and then try to get into a barber because everybody and his brother will be in there. I don't need to get into a barber. Well, true, because you have that okay haircut. Yeah. <laughs> okay haircut. <laughs> See, mine has to be a little bit better, so I'm going to a barber. Well, you're a politician, so yeah, it makes sense. Oh, you got to look good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people I are knocking at the door to see you. <laughs> I miss getting my hair done, so yeah, I'm going to be wearing more hats now. It's more of a social thing for you ladies, right? You go out, you know, totally. get a little glass of wine while you're getting your hair cut, you know, all the world's gossip, uh, you know. Oh, and there's not that in the barbershop? No way. No. <laughs> no, you come in, you sit in a chair, and you read the newspaper, and you just dummy up and uh, watch the TV. There's no gossiping there. You no. guys gossip so much. <laughs> hey, how is Collins doing? It's the same whether you're at a man's or a woman's. It's just a good gossip place for the yeah. most part. How's your buddy Tony Collins doing? Um, last I talked to him, he was doing well. Um, I see pictures of his grandchildren. I mean, uh, that family has more children. Um, <laughs> it, wow. Yep. I mean, he must have a... a a dozen grandchildren by now. Um, I mean, it's a large family anyways, but 
Um, and now all the kids are having kids, and it's like, holy cow. I, I would have a difficult time keeping track of them all and their names and things of that nature. Hmm. And how are your granddaughters doing? How is this? Mine are doing great. Um, they made their own pizza last, last night. night. Yeah. They made some, um, some dough and gave them all the fixings, and they made their own pizza. So we got a picture of it. What do like, what do they know about about all this? I don't know. I don't know how they're well. I'm not sure. The seven year old knows that there isn't any more school because there's this virus. What does she think about it? I don't. I'm not sure. She hasn't talked about it. I, I guess that's one thing I hadn't I hadn't asked her. Um, but we have. We're trying to do the social distancing with them as they they will come down in the golf cart and we'll just meet them out in the parking lot. And, so and they know about that. Yes, they know that we're not, right. you know, getting real close to one another. But the the little one still wants to give hugs all the time. Of course. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's a little bit difficult. And, and but I mean, she's lives right across the street. So I think our area. You know, we, nobody's into our area, so I, I, I still think it's fine um, to be a little bit closer to her. You know, her, her and Zach and, and, and Sam live up there, and we're down here. So the five of us, you know, across the street, I, I, I think we're fairly safe because nobody's coming into our, um, our area. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to kind of keep your circle small. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah, but it's got to be confusing. Yeah, because they, they don't know that, you know, it's difficult. You know, you've taught them to hug and give hugs when they see you and when they leave. And, and now it's, you know, you're trying to shy away from that. And I don't think, I don't quite, I don't think they quite understand all of it. It's so be, what, are you, yeah, what are you guys doing today? I got to finalize my taxes. Woohoo! Boy, there's... <laughs> At, why don't you save that for Sunday? No, because Sunday I'm going to go for a walk. Oh, okay. It is supposed to be nicer tomorrow. But yeah. I think today we're going to... I gonna, think it looks nice out yeah, there now. Yeah, I think we're going to take Samantha the dog for a, a walk today. The lake is flat. Is it? Is that yeah, a little bit of... Uh, there's slight breeze, but nothing that's making any, you know, white caps or what have you. I mean, it's just... It's pretty... It's laid down pretty good. So we're thinking of going to the state park and walk around... Watch out for ticks afterwards. Yep, make sure you I'll check. Spray ahead of time. Jenny, make sure you examine Jamie's butt. I hear ticks. <laughs> Love the male butt. I do it a little differently. When I go out hiking like that, I wear my my high work boots, and then I tuck my pants down into those work boots. Okay. So I stand less of a chance to get a tick on my ass than Phil does. <laughs> And then you do you tuck your shirt right? in? Yeah, and tuck your yeah, shirt in. Yeah, I tuck my shirts in. Yeah. yeah. So then you're only going to get them on your head. Right. And they're easy to find there for now. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. But if you spray the bottom of your shoes before you go out with a uh, um, you know, backwoods off or, or something of that nature, you're a lot less likely to get one. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, in, in spray the, and I like to spray my pants too, because a lot of times they're on the weeds. Right. Which aren't right on the ground. And then they just jump over. But, um, but we got to worry about Samantha, the dog too. Yeah. We have to worry <laughs> about the dog too. And, and with all the hunting that I do, I have not had one in the last probably five years, 10 years, something like that. Other guys that I hunt with have had them, but so I just kind of follow my little regimen and, you know, the way I dress when I go out there and the way I, you know, tuck in my pants and spray down and things of that nature. And then it seems to be okay. Cause I know yeah. a lot of people don't want that on their skin. Well, right. put it, Put it on your clothing. You know, you're gonna wash your pants, and, yeah. and that's well. And they've fine. got stuff. They've got stuff specifically for clothing as well. Right, that, right. Uh, yep. I think it even works better. Yeah, it might. I haven't tried any of it yet. Yeah, I have some. I've got a shirt that's treated with it. Okay. And uh, I never get a tick when I've got that on, but I've got some spray uh, that I can do the same thing with. And I'm thinking I'll I'll spray my shoes and. Yeah. You know, my pants and stuff like that with it and see if that helps. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, not I've actually, you know, so. I've been interested in trying to do, I want to do an experiment because I'm a scientist. I want to make it an, an experiment. But uh, I, obviously, I keep getting ticks on the trail. We've had events where we've had kids go out into the area around the trail and they've gotten a lot of ticks. And that's not fun for anybody. So, uh, more possums. what's that? Need more more possums. Yeah, we do. Or hens or something. But what happens is the ticks, they're so tiny and they get on rodents. They get on mice and stuff. That's mm -hmm. before yep. they ever get on deer, they get on mice and that's part of their life cycle. Right. And so what I want to do is get a bunch of, you ever had a hamster? Yes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you get the toilet paper roll and they love to like yeah. run through it and stuff. So apparently that you can make something called a tick tube where you take some cotton or something like that and you spray it with permethrin, the stuff that you would treat your clothes with. Mm -hmm. And you stuff that into the toilet paper tubes and you kind of put them about the property. And the, the mice will run through there and the ticks will come yeah. off. Well, all the rodents will use uh, the cotton. Okay, in their yeah. yeah, and then it keeps the ticks off. And then with these tubes around the yard and stuff, you could have like these little miniature, it would almost be like a miniature circus. Yeah. <laughs> if you set these up accordingly. Well, not only that, but you'd make a lot of people jealous about the fact that you could obtain toilet paper tubes uh, <laughs> right right yeah you'd have like your, i mean look at what you'd have there Set up a big point. Oh, i mean it would be just unbelievable one more attraction down at the um outlet trail yeah well i thought about doing them with pvc or something like that so that it could be ongoing reusable right mm -hmm. reusable yeah but uh I don't know. I've been thinking of any solution. If you think of a practical solution to get rid of ticks over a large area, let me know. Live with possums. Yeah. Do you have a source of possums? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a breeder? <laughs> a possum dealer? Jamie's got to kill somebody. 
I'll have to check. What about Nate? <laughs> yeah. Didn't Nate have one? I know Nate, Nate is a big. Yeah, you know Nate had one, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Nate. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, that's probably enough for today. Got to get going. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks right. for coming on. This was great. Come on again. Shout time. anytime. Hopefully in better times. Yeah. yeah. Looking we forward to hanging out with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so all you out there in Rarland. <laughs> See ya. Bye. <laughs>